Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. This is Tuesday, September 28th. So glad to have you along and so excited about what we're talking about this morning. If you're new with us today, make sure you do subscribe, hit that notify button, share with your friends and leave a comment. I always like to know who's here, whether you're with us live or later in the day, I read those comments as well. We've been talking about this important, important verse. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37, verse 4. What an, what an awesome promise. And there's so much to learn here to understand. Yesterday we talked about how God gives us a new heart, and he changes our heart, and he takes our heart desires, and he transforms them from just selfish things as the un unregenerate person whose heart is deceitful and sick, desperately sick and beyond understanding, and how he gives us a new heart, a heart of flesh. He can give us a pure heart. He can give us a good and virtuous heart. Our God does that. That's the promise of the gospel. It's not just something we get in heaven, as wonderful as that is, but God transforms us now. What an exciting thought. He gives us, as it says in Luke 18, a good and virtuous heart. I know many of you have that, and I'm thankful for our community of people who have that type of spirit amongst them. But delight yourself in the Lord. Do you realize this is not a suggestion? And it's even more than a promise. This is in the imperative form, which means it's a command. God is saying, delight yourself. The psalmist is saying, delight yourself. He's telling us, do this. He's commanding us, delight yourself in the Lord. Make a choice. Make a choice to delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. So how do you do that? How do you delight yourself in the Lord? Well, I don't want to skip over the obvious, which is to develop a heart of gratitude. And I, but I, want to, but I, I have a secret I want to share with you, and I don't want to take too long on this. So we talk often about having a grateful heart. Let me just mention, and let me reiterate, the part of delighting ourselves in the Lord is to develop a heart of gratitude. That means that we are thankful to him, genuinely thankful for our blessings, both temporal and eternal. Rather than focusing on, on the discontent, and we live in a world where we're constantly being bombarded with advertisements about we need more, if we want to be happy, we've got to have this, got to have that, uh, and, and the things we don't have, constantly trying to develop a discontentment within us so we go get other stuff we're bombarded with this but instead we want to develop a spirit of gratitude for what we have a spirit of contentment a spirit of, of thankfulness to God for his blessings so many of them and might I encourage you to focus on this in life spend time each day being grateful to God grateful for your relationships grateful for the things you have grateful for your your food your housing grateful for your family, and then grateful for the eternal things. Jesus, his word, our forgiveness, our position in Christ. And might I encourage, even in, in communion, your church, don't let it always be a somber, heavy, I'm such a terrible, terrible person. You might be a sinner, but my goodness, you're a forgiven person. When we think of the cross of Christ, there's this, you know, the the idea that we should be somber well it's a heavy event but it's also a cause for joy and rejoicing your sins are forgiven 
Jesus gave his life, rose from the dead. We're proclaiming his death was a victory. It wasn't a defeat. It was a victory. He conquered Satan. He forgave our sins. And indeed, our time of communion, breaking bread, the Lord's Supper, however you call it, ought to be a time not only of somber reflection, but of joy and thanksgiving. But actually, I wanted to talk about something. I wanted to focus on something else today. How do I delight in the Lord? I delight in the Lord. Let me read from Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. This is a really, really important concept. Where your treasure is, is where your heart will be. Jesus is urging us here to make some decisions, some choices, to take some actions. And he promises that when we do that, our heart follows. Now, in life, many people try and think that they're, they will only follow their heart. As a matter of fact, we're often told this. Young people are told this. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. Wherever your heart leads you, follow it. Well, we saw yesterday the heart's deceitful and an unregenerate person. So you got to be careful that you, you got to be careful about following your heart. We'll talk about more this more tomorrow and the next day. But the key thing Jesus is teaching is certain choices you make and your heart, your feelings, your emotions, the inner part of who you are, it follows the choices. Mature people understand this. One of the problems in our culture is people just follow what it, you know, I get asked every day on campus, not every day, I get asked regularly on campus, the idea just whatever it takes to be happy. If getting a divorce would make me happier, get a divorce. If, if walking away for responsibilities makes you happier, walk away. Whatever it takes gets you happy. This is not the path to happiness. The path to, to happiness is it, it, the, the, it's fulfillment and satisfaction and doing the things that God has called us to do. That brings the, the, not the temporal happiness, but the deep satisfaction of a life well lived. And that's what's important. But Jesus is saying, if you make choices with your treasures, your heart will follow. Do you want to delight in the Lord? Do you want a deeper love for God? Do you want to be a, a, have a heart for the Lord? Well, make choices with your treasures. Now, we have three types of treasures. We have money or possessions, physical treasures. We have time, and we have our talents. And I want to encourage you, invest your money in the things of God. Make, we do this. I've done this for decades now, and it has been a tremendous practice. Jesus talks about it often. Invest your money. Make choices with your money to value the things God values. Invest your time. You're doing that today when we're right here on this daily word and prayer. Come here regularly. Go to church. Get in the word. Pray. Spend time. Invest, in, invest your time in the things of God. We see this, don't we normally see? Invest your, your 
your time in, you know, in your sports team watching on TV, you end up delighting in them. Of course, unless they're a lo terrible losing team. But you end up delighting in them because you've invested your time in them. Uh, it, it, you, your favorite TV show, your, your favorite investment, your, your family, whatever. The principle, invest your time. Invest your money. Invest your talents, the abilities you have. Where you put them, where you focus, where you concentrate, your heart will follow. Your feelings will follow. And you will have a greater love, a greater delight wherever you put that. So, you know, invest all your time, money, and, and so on in your favorite sports team. You'll delight in your sports team. Invest it in your wife. Your husband, you'll delight in your husband or wife. Invest it in the Lord, and you'll delight in the Lord. Invest your time, talent, money in the things that delight the Lord and in, in, that delight Him, and you'll be delighting in Him. This is an important thing. I believe that we should be spending time alone with God. We should be spending time in the Bible, spending time, like I said, right here, getting the Word day in, day out. You're making choices. You're making decisions that show you value God. You value the word of God. You love God and you want to deepen your love for God. And so your heart will follow. But understand, it's not just alone with God. It's in the things of God. I'm reminded of a time I was out on the campus uh, evangelizing and one of the ladies in our church was, was uh, she's a real evangelist and she was out there too. And we were talking afterwards, and she talked about she'd been spending so much time in evangelism, she needed to spend some time with the Lord. I know what she meant. She didn't want to neglect her quiet time, didn't want to neglect personal Bible study and prayer and so on. But I pointed out to her, hey, you're spending time with the Lord right now. The Lord is here. The Lord is out. He's reaching lost people. When you're, when you're doing the thing, Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. And when she was out seeking and saving the lost, she was spending time with the Lord. She was delighting in what delighted God. I often pray, and we'll pray here in a moment, Lord, might I delight in what you delight in? What Might I love what you love? Might I be less interested in what you don't really care about? As we delight, we delight in the Lord as we invest our treasures in the things of God, in God himself, and as we invest our treasures, our time, our money, and our talents in the things that matter to God. There are things he's concerned about. There are things God cares about. If you want to delight in him, invest in those things that are important to God. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we love you, but we want to love you more. We delight in you, but we want to delight in you even more. You're altogether beautiful and wonderful. There's no one like you. To whom can we compare God? There's no one like you. You're more wonderful than anything we've ever seen. You're more wonderful than anyone we've ever known. You are delightful, beautiful, wonderful. Oh, Lord, forgive us for neglecting you. Teach us how to, to delight in you. We love you, but we want to love you more. We, love, we, we desire to desire you. Lord, help us awaken cold hearts, 
our cold hearts. Draw us closer to you, we pray. Help us, Father, as we invest our time and our finances and our treasures, the things you've entrusted to us and given us stewardship over. As we make choices to show that we want to love and honor you, I pray, Father, that our feelings would follow, our heart would follow, and we delight in you. I pray, Father, that nothing would be blocking our emotional love for you, our deep heart love for you. I pray, Father, there'd be no bitterness blocking our way, no resentment, no fear, no holding on to things from the past we don't understand. So often there is, Father. But I pray that our hearts would just freely, freely love you, that any blockage, anything in the way be taken away, not any sin that's in the way, any fear, any anger, any bitterness, any ways in which we'd blame you for things that haven't gone the way we'd want. Rather, Lord, might our hearts be overflowing with gratitude and praise and the joy of the Lord. And might we be people who truly, truly delight in you. Father, teach us how to invest our time, how and where to invest our time, our money, and the talents you've given us, the abilities, the gifts you've given us in you, in our, our relationship with you, and in the things that matter to you. Father, do, do help us to love the things you love. Help us, Father, to delight in what you delight in. Help us, Father, to not be so concerned about the things that don't concern you. Father, even help us to hate the things that you hate. We pray, Lord, take our heart, mold it to your very self. We give you our heart. Teach us to delight in you, Lord. Help us, help us in this, Father. We just submit to you. You're our teacher. It's not a process, ultimately. It's a relationship. And so you be our teacher, we pray. Teach us how to delight in you with all of our heart. We don't do this to manipulate you. We don't do this just so we can get something from you. Father, we want our heart to draw near to you, to be warmed by you, to be in touch with you, to be molded by you, and that we would love you with all of our heart. We pray this and bless you today. We thank you for answering prayers. We thank you for all the things you've given us, temporal health. I think we've prayed here for Tara and She's out of the hospital. Thank you. We pray for those who are sick and COVID that they recover. We pray, Father, for any, any need today. We lift them up to you. Thank you. You hear us. We pray with gratitude that you hear answer prayer. We thank you for all our blessings, temporary and eternal, that come to us through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. You're a good God. You bless us beyond what we imagine. Help us to be grateful and overflowing with thankfulness. We pray these things and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for being along with me today. This is an important message. I hope that you take it to heart. I hope you act on it and share it with some others, okay? Do make sure and share these messages. I, I believe this series we're going through this week, Delight Yourself in the Lord, and He'll Give You the Desires of Your Heart. I think it's really some important things we'll be talking about to help us really become all that God has created us to be. He's the center, and he works his life through us in wonderful ways. So thanks for being along with me.
I enjoy having you here. God bless you. You have a great day. Be filled with the, the joy of the Lord. That's our strength. Be filled with faith and love. And might you have a blessed day. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.